This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. All right, Boring Geo, Coney alive from the traveling built Ford Top Studio on the Fan and CBS Sports Network. We are live from the Blue Wire Studios here at the win in Las Vegas, Super Bowl 58. So there was a ex-post by someone who was on a plane a couple of days ago. It said, a woman on my Southwest flight from Baltimore to Phoenix this morning had a mid-flight medical emergency. Mm-hmm. This guy, Andrew Springs, wrote. <clears throat> the doctor and nurse attending to her couldn't find a strong pulse. Her blood pressure was extremely low and required oxygen to breathe. It was genuinely scary. A man in the aisle seat popped up. Could it be her blood sugar? I have a diabetic testing kit. It was Ravens tight end Mark Andrews. Andrews instructed the medical professionals, equal citizen heroes in this story, on using his test kit. Eventually, her heart rate stabilized. Andrews instructed the medical professionals how to use the kit. You know what? I think it's a great story. But I'm just wondering... What is Mark Andrews doing on Southwest Airlines? <laughs> I mean, he he makes like, he just signed a new $56 million contract. And I think in his career, he's probably made about $43 million already and still has another $18 million or so to go, somewhere yeah. around there. Mm-hmm. And I'm just, I'm trying to think, do they still fly backwards on Southwest? <laughs> uh, yeah, Southwest is not my favorite, the whole lining up thing. I mean, maybe he got like uh, seat 1A or whatever that is, the position A. You know, then you get to sit right in the front. It's funny because, full disclosure, pull the curtain back here on Boomer and Geo. So we're talking about this story, and Boomer goes, bring that up because there's one thing about that story I don't understand. And I'm thinking it has something to do with medical, in the air, blood sugar. We're going to ask Eddie. That's what I thought was going to happen. And this is what it was. I was just like, I was like, Mark Andrews is on Southwest? Yeah. Really? I mean, he's a big guy. Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, what's got to be like 6'5", 265. And there's no first class on Yeah, Southwest. that's what I'm saying. Yeah. And I don't know if he was sitting backwards or maybe an exit row or something. And I guess people did. I don't know if anybody recognized him. And I know Baltimore is like Islip. Yeah. A lot of Southwest flights in and out of Baltimore look just like Islip. Yeah, I mean, maybe he was like, listen, this is the first thing I can catch to get out to Phoenix. I want to get out there as soon as possible. I mean, hop on a plane. Maybe he's like Chad Ochocinco. Like, you know, 150 bucks, I'm in. Yeah. Frugal. Frugal. You know? Yeah. Not cheap. It's frugal. It's smart. Yeah, he did go to Oklahoma, so. Okay. Probably grew up with, with good bones and understanding yeah. finance. Drank a lot of milk. milk. Yes. One of those guys. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, maybe this is what he does. I mean, honestly, did you, did you even <laughs> think about that? Like Mark Andrews on a Southwest plane? I wouldn't think Mark Andrews made that kind of money, though. 
Well, he's one of the best tight ends in football. He's know, right I, there. He's right there with George Kittle and Travis Kelsey. I always think like quarterbacks, big money. I never even consider like a tight end making good so cash. He's probably making, yeah, he's making. So let's see. In 2022, he made $19 million. <clears throat> I mean, that's one this year. past year because he's, that's a, that was a bigger part of his contract. He yeah. made $7.7 million. So he's up to 40, about $42 million total next year, 11 and then 2025, 11 for a total of $63 million. Maybe he's an environmentalist and doesn't want to fly private. Could be. Could be you one know, of those if guys. Taylor Swift were an environmentalist. She would have been on the SL with us, <laughs> not flying from Teterboro to Baltimore. Right. You hear that, everybody? Taylor Swift hates the earth. She's destroying the earth. <laughs> Uh, by the way, you yes. know what I learned driving in from uh, my house to the airport yesterday? I was listening to a podcast. A guy Al turned me on to, Theo Vaughn. Did you know that that the phrase blowing smoke up your ass actually came from people blowing smoke up people's asses? Like, not just like a thing that words like put together. Like, this actually happened. So, when Europeans first came over to America, then the indigenous people would blow smoke in the asses of people that had gut pain and stomach issues. So then like the Europeans were like, oh, this is what the indigenous people here are doing. Let's let's give this a try. <laughs> so they would then blow tobacco smoke up each other's asses to see if it would cure gut pain, those things, stomach issues. And then they found out that it didn't. So that the phrase is, I'm not blowing smoke up your ass. That's where it originated from. I was thinking on Thursday, we could have Al and Jerry blow some smoke up each other's ass. <laughs> and, and just have them do the show high. Tom yeah. Izzo seems to know everything and there is to know about cannabis around here. Oh, yeah. But this was tobacco, just to be clear. Okay. This was tobacco. This was not uh, marijuana. But yeah, that was actually happening. Like, imagine how sick you'd have to be. To say, you know what? Go ahead, blow some smoke up my ass. Yeah, but think how long ago that was. Yeah, still and, though. And the different. Uh, I don't care, man. How long ago it is? To... Smoke up your ass is smoke up your ass. You know. I mean, I like. You have to be really sick. Like we've tried everything. We've had you chew on this leaf, chew on this root. Yes. You know, we've given you this water, whatever. Sleep. You know, let's just you know bend over. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to see Al and Jerry do that here on Thursday. <laughs> Well, people still do coffee enemas. That's not far off. That's still like a thing today. Like liquid coffee enemas. Like you take a little, like you just straight black coffee and squirt it up your butt. Yeah. Wow. But not, you know, it's not. Would you do it like a, would you do like a Nespresso or would you like a Dunkin' Donuts? <laughs> I don't know. Wendy's? You know, you can't McDonald's waste, what? you can't waste the Dunkin' coffee up your butt. You got to drink that, man. It's the best the coffee in the world. stuff that they have here is pretty Oh, it's pretty awesome. Strong. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's very, very strong. Maybe very that would strong. help. Yeah, I would never. I mean, take one of those pods and shove it up your ass. <laughs> that will not produce coffee. <laughs> yeah. People still do those. I remember uh, Robin Quiver said she used yes. to do that. Man. Some of the health people I follow on Instagram still they do still coffee do enemas. still do coffee enemas. Yeah. For what reason? Like other than a regular enema? I don't know. I don't know what it's supposed to I have never had an enema. I have no idea how to even do that. I understand the process that yeah. probably you have to go through, but you give yourself the enema. Correct. Like Gina's not giving you an enema. No, she is no. not. Okay. Yeah, you know, I actually, so <laughs> I, I was very, very close, yes. very close to sticking one of those suppositories in my butt last year. Now, this is why. I was doing the weight loss competition. 
and I wanted to get everything out of me. So what I did was I bought a whole bunch of <clears throat> laxatives, but I wanted to make sure I was like clean of everything. All you had to do is do like you were preparing for a colonoscopy. Well, this right. is what. So I I I went to CVS and bought everything. I'm talking <clears throat> like Ducalax and whatever lax, Miralax, everything. And I also bought the suppositories just in case the other stuff didn't come out. And you are a total psycho. And honestly. I was I was prepared if I needed to to win that competition to to stuff one of those little packets right on my butt. Right in the ass. <laughs> <laughs> I was ready. I was ready. Now I didn't need to because the other laxatives worked. I mean it was just great. Everything was out. The weight was was all the water weight came out, but I was ready. And that's the closest that's the closest I've ever gotten to see this is where you are with golf right now. <laughs> right, like you, you could play Augusta, but you got to stuff this thing in your ass. <laughs> no, no, I just think I like, probably do it. Like you were a psycho to win that award. Yeah, you yeah, want yeah. to have the biggest loser award, right? And you went to all these great lengths to get that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. And now I see that in the way that you approach your golf. Yeah, I'm. I am locked in. I mean, I don't. I don't feel like I'm an OCD guy. But I do have the, the, the obsessions with things, and this is this is now that thing. I, I am I am obsessed with it. Like everything takes a second place, a back seat to that. As far as my leisure activities, yes, not my family. I know, I understand. Occasionally, that. but you know, right? But you're out here without any responsibilities, so now you're <laughs> super psycho. That's true. See, I worry about that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I got nothing to do, no governor, and it's raining. So I was going to play golf every day. So what I don't want to do is now go have, like, drink a full bottle of Casamigos Cristalino and then lose $50,000 on roulette. Just go to the gym, go get a massage, get a steam, lose some more weight. <laughs> That's definitely on the table. There you go, definitely. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's that all sounds. I mean, that sounds okay. I do want to. I mean, but we all have no plans today. So I I mean, other than you, so at all, I'd like to find an activity to do with these guys because this is like I should do race cars or you know go karts, go kart indoor racing. If there's an indoor go kart place, I would do that. There's everything. We did that in uh, Minneapolis. Mm -hmm. We did indoor go karts. Yes, the mall. Yeah, that's right, Mall of America. Or Stephen Walter, I'll, I'll give you something to do. <laughs> you guys want to hang? I'll give you something to do. <laughs> no, he's got to go do Jim Rome. Yeah, he does. Yeah, so he's he's screwed. But uh, but yeah, I mean, like I, I thank God I'm not like addicted in any way or enticed by table games that are yes, here. Yes, <clears throat> thank and God I'm, you're not as right. No, I mean I'm I think just, we'd all agree with you. I know, and I'm not yeah. trying to. I'm not trying to make any uh, Craig references at all. What he's been able to do to straighten himself out with the gambling is tremendous. Just saying from my my own because we walk. I mean, it's in your face. We're here. It's just in your face. The sports book is beautiful. Yeah, it's right there. And I'll sit there. You don't bet on a game. You get three hours of entertainment and, and you make a they play. I watch a Ranger game in there tonight. Nice, nice. Watch Nathan McKinnon go off for a hat trick. <laughs> But I mean, if I like, if I love table games, roulette, or blackjack, like I'd be totally screwed today. Done at seven a.m. Right? You kidding me? I mean, there's real potential. Well, you know, the other F thing your too whole is, life up. I mean, you can go back and take a nap. We, we we're going to do that. But then, okay, then it's ten a.m. <laughs> <laughs> Just in time to start drinking. I thought you guys were going to the buffet for breakfast. 
Uh, we don't like buffets. Yeah, we we've decided Sneeze. people this breathe and huge, touch stuff. Big yeah, buffet they're right sne- behind they're us. sneezing all their snots and their germs. Yeah, but those. I don't know. Is it crowded right now? It's seven. Well, by the time we get off the air, it's they not have a be. sneeze guard. I'm sure. Yeah, would you like some sneeze SARS guard. with your hash browns? <laughs> no thanks. Come on, okay. <laughs> SARS. Yeah, I mean, pick SARS. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean. I don't know. I I don't know what goes on in the kitchens back there, but I'm assuming it's better. There's just why, so why many is people. This coffee cup in front of the the. Who's this? That that's uh, Sean Kennedy's. I think. I just noticed that. Yeah, Sean. It's not Ken- a good look, Al. Yeah, yeah. Who's producing the show? You want, shall I grab that? Yeah, I think so. Well, Al's producing the radio show, and Stephen Waldron decided now to go. I, I think Al's in a very nice, comfy seat, just hanging out, hanging out, hanging out. Yeah. So uh, what? So your Brock Purdy interviews tonight? Yes. Do you have other responsibilities today? I do. Oh, you do. Okay, it's a busy so, day. So uh, I've been asked to measure my forehead. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> you going to compare it to Peyton Manning's? It ain't as big as Peyton Manning's, but I guess it's pretty big. Yeah. And uh, somebody's going to tattoo a Super Bowl logo on my forehead today. What? Yes. Obviously temporary. I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Why is that? Can you tell us? I, I probably has something to do with the Super Bowl today broadcast. Oh, okay. All so right. I'm sure we're shooting something, and they're putting a Super Bowl logo on my forehead. Oh, okay. So uh, I get a, a, a text message from one of the new girls who works for our foundation. Okay. And she got a, a message from somebody at CBS. Okay. It went to her, mm-hmm. and she texted me, and she goes, they need to know how big your forehead is. <laughs> And I'm like, what? Yeah, nobody knows that off the top of their head. No. So, uh, so I took a, I had a picture from last week's game in Baltimore, and it was a close up to show Victor Talbot the jacket that I was wearing and everything. Yeah. I said, just send this picture because it shows my whole forehead. Yeah, but can they measure it with the, to scale that way? Well, <laughs> like you tell me when you see this picture, okay? Yeah. And you tell me whether or not you could tell how how big it is. <laughs> People just tuned in now. Yes. Yeah. No. That, yeah. I, I could tell. See that picture? Out? Yeah. I could tell. Easy. That's a. Yeah. I could tell very sure easily. On the, on the phone. Yeah. Yep. So that's the picture that I sent, just to, so they could see how big my forehead is. Now you're gonna get this professionally measured today. Is that what's gonna happen? Like someone's gonna get a tape measure out? I don't know. What do you think? I mean, how big I, you think? Like three, three and a half? I would say it's five inches across. Five, six inches across. <laughs> well, what's the height? Well, I can measure inches. it right now. If you want. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let me, like, wait, look at me here a second. <clears throat> and we're not talking about the sides. We're just talking like no, straight. We're talking on. about this way by this way. Oh, that by that. All right. Yes. I, I would say, I'd say five inches. Long, uh, the height. No, length. Width. Width. Width is five inches. I'd say height three. I'd say. Th- See, I'm going six by four. Yeah, by four. Does anybody six, have a tape measure? Four. Oh, 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 nice. Oh. Here, you go up. Uh, Jerry, Jerry, you take it, Jerry. Yeah, all right, Jerry. <laughs> measure Boomer's forehead. All right, so hopefully the people that are doing this with me today are listening. All right, I'm trying to see if Boomer has six inches. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Oh, yeah. Five? Six. Six. Yes. All right, now what, what about the other way? Six, six inches? Uh, uh, to the eyebrow. So on the side? Yeah. Three. All right. Uh, three by six. All right. So we split that. Yeah. I had three. He had six. All right. Yeah, three by six. There you all go. All right. So hopefully that person's listening. Three by six. Forehead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that's specific. All though. right. So if my forehead is three by six, 
What is Peyton Manning's? Ooh. He, no, he's definitely because up. Wow, uh, he's, yes. he's got. It's got to be. He's got to. He's got to be five. five. Yeah, he's got easy five. He's got a five head. Yeah, he's definitely got a five head, and probably the same across. But up, it, it, that that might even be a six spot up there. That thing. I mean, he looks like an even square six by six. Yeah, it might, it might yes. be, yeah. You could you could watch a movie on that thing. So I. Just, <laughs> I, I <laughs> I saw an Instagram post where uh, NFL players or past NFL players were doing a mean tweets that they had received. Yeah. And one came to Peyton and he read it and it said, uh, you're the only player who actually looks like the mascot of the team you play for. <laughs> that was the Broncos. <laughs> I like that one. That's a good one. Yeah. Uh, all right. It's Boomer and Geo on the fan and CBS Sports Network. Quick break. We got Jerry in here. Another update and moment of the day. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates – Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Place. We were just watching all the things that the Sphere is doing here on CBS Sports Network, and they made the entire Sphere a helmet for the Chiefs and a helmet for the 49ers. So I'm sure all the Super Bowl imaging that they're going to have up there is going to be amazing throughout the week. And uh, when I was here back in June, they hadn't had anything up there yet. So to see it when you're just driving around, it's it's spectacular. Like you know, nothing I, you've ever seen. When I was at Allegiant Stadium last weekend, you know, you have the Super Bowl logo that you see in the helmet in between us, right? Yep. So that's the NFL Super Bowl legitimate logo that they use. Mm -hmm. But in the stadium, in Allegiant Stadium, because the NFL is a part of MGM and a part of Caesars, okay. part of the Super Bowl logo has some of the font from those companies oh. in it. So you'll see it when you get in the stadium. And it looked pretty cool. The whole thing looked pretty cool. So... All I know is that uh, this city has gone all out for this. I'm glad to be here and being right in smack dab in the middle of it. And I'm glad we're not at Radio Row or Media Row, whatever they call it now. That's right. By yeah. the way, remember the theory, the uh, the conspiracy theory that the Super Bowl opponents were set because the helmet had the purple and the red. That it was going to be Ravens and... That's right. Yeah, that the logo had the purple and the red. Because yeah. last, year, last year was the red and the green. 
Mm-hmm. Which was the Chiefs yeah, in uh, Philadelphia. Yeah, but it was more of a teal. It wasn't really the right green. No, but uh, it's just people team. trying to make something out of nothing. Mm-hmm. Now yeah. the conspiracy, conspiracy theory is it's for the Chiefs to win so that they can get married. Yeah. Well, and just the Chiefs well, to be in the Super Bowl. Right, so Taylor Swift will Plus, be I almost theory. got in a fight at the Baltimore train station. That's right. True. Which seems to be picked up everywhere now. Mm. Yeah. Well, Why is that such a big thing? Because you're a major star and you almost decked some clown. I, mean, I knew immediately when you told me that story. And I said, are you going to tell this on the air that it would be written about? It's just a natural occurrence. Like it just happened. But, yeah, but in your life with Bill Cower, Nate Burleson, <laughs> and some drunk, crazed, psychopath Ravens fan, that's a great story. Right. And the fact that you said you were about to punch him in the face is another good part Until of it. Until analytics giants guy got in the middle of it all. Who has never come forth and yeah. identified himself. He's still unknown. I'm yeah. surprised he has not come forth. To get, I mean, some people, you know, I they think don't I, be heroes. I, would, I wanted to make sure, because <laughs> I sent a couple of the stories that were written mm-hmm. to both Nate and Coach and said that I characterize the story correctly. Did I embellish anything? Did I say anything wrong? Did yeah. I insult either one of you guys? Right. And both of them said, no, this is exactly what happened. Yeah. You know, like when things happen and you go to like different um, people who've seen it, witnesses, and they screw it up and they don't see it the way that it actually happened. And they see other things and other people. And I, I was so focused in on this that I knew that I, I got it right to a T. Now, do you know Giant Analytics? Like, you know his name? I, I, yeah, I met him. So no, no. So you didn't get his last. I didn't get his last name. So you're doing a cool thing by not outing him, even though he comes across like but a I like to think hero. He's probably over there in the Giants building. On Boom's talking about me. Yeah, I was that's, the guy. That's he's got to be. I was the guy. Unless he was lying to me, he wasn't a Giants analytics guy. Oh, uh, mm. he, he seemed like an analytics guy. And he was with his wife, right? Yeah, girlfriend, wife. Yeah, I think okay. I'm not. Right. I'm. Uh, he was by himself. I could see that being like a lie, lie spot. No, but, but he was with her, and wife. he was. You know, they. We had nice discussion with them. They were great. They, yeah. were, they were like, you guys are legend, no, that kind of thing. But this is right up your alley. Like, you don't want, he doesn't want the credit for this publicly. He yeah, did a I great thing. That. Or that he's just like, just, he's not calling News 12. Maybe the Giants <laughs> said, no, he was going to the game. Right. Who knows? Maybe. Oh, that could be. Mm. You never know. Maybe he was supposed to be, you know, mm. analyticing on some draft pick or something. Yeah, that's right. Well, News supposed you to never be know. there. And maybe he's a big, you know, Ravens fan or Chiefs fan. Chiefs, I, think doesn't want I think he was a Chiefs fan, but I think his wife Ooh. was a Ravens fan. Oh, I think. Oh. I think. Yeah, got a lot to remember from that day. It's okay if you don't remember those details. <laughs> All right, Jerry, what's happening, man? We're brought to you by the Farmer's Dog Fresh, human-grade dog food delivered right to your door and brought to you by Serve Pro. Cleanup, restoration, and construction. Visit ServePro.com. Uh, the NFL, obviously, the uh, front and center right now because you know, the, the Knicks didn't play last night. The Rangers were awful. The Rangers are back in action coming up tonight. So Sirius XM NFL Radio caught up with a couple of these guys at the Pro Bowl games, one being Baker Mayfield, who had a nice resurgent season, obviously falls short in the... Well, what's so funny? <laughs> <laughs> Somebody posted a picture of Al on X. And it says loner stoner. <laughs> it's actually pretty funny. Did you it's see not this? your body, though, clearly. You so see, very funny. You see this guy put eat at Joe's on your forehead? Yeah, I like that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, I actually did funny. like that. Oh, uh, good. Uh, here is Baker Mayfield. Obviously, the uh, the good season with the Bucks. Talking about uh, you know staying confident and, and his season that they just had uh, after losing to the Lions. For me, just being the best version of myself. Yeah, everybody's got bad days, but I need to bring that energy and that passion that I've always had that's got me to this point and just keep carrying that on. 
Now, when the Eagles, that was courtesy of SiriusXM, as is Jason Kelsey. So the Eagles lose. Their season ended in Tampa. And the story immediately that night was Jason Kelsey's retiring. We then found out he hasn't made a decision yet. So when will he? Here he was yesterday. Yeah, I mean, obviously you want to make it quick. You want the organization to be able to move freely with free agency coming up and all that stuff. So, um, you know, I I think, uh, you know, within the next, uh, I don't want to put a timetable on, but (laughs) I feel pretty firmly I'll be able to get things ironed out before uh, the organization's in any type of bind or anything like that. But certainly... Yeah, I think this has a lot to do with Travis Kelsey still playing, <clears throat> meaning okay. that his brother is still in the spotlight and he doesn't want to take anything away from that. You know, meaning that if he had retired, it'd just be a bigger <clears throat> deal and then he's around and like they would be asking questions about it. I think because Travis has got so much of a spotlight on him, he's going to yeah. wait till the season is over and then I'll decide my future. I, I also think that <clears throat> when you come out of a 17-game season and you're an offensive lineman, you are beat the snot. <laughs> you really are. Yeah. And, you know, maybe it takes about a month or two, and then all of a sudden you start getting that itch back again. You get into the weight room. You start lifting with your guys, and, and your kids want you to play because they're having so much fun going to the games. Yeah. That kind of thing. So I would uh, I, I wouldn't be so sure that he is retiring. I know that uh, he probably has a headache from that stupid tush-push uh, play. Yep. Maybe he goes to Nick Sirianni. Look, I'll play, but we can't stop this tush-push thing. Mm. You're killing me. Did you ever have second thoughts? I did. I did. Because I actually got a contract offer to stay for two more years. If it were, I'll be honest, if it were a million more a year, I would have stayed. But it wasn't, and I got a four-year deal from ABC. And that was that. Yeah. Uh, One other one from the NFL. This is from the land of the Cowboys, C.D. Lamb, also on Sirius XM Radio, talking about his coach coming back and Mike McCarthy. Your head coach will be back, calling the plays again. Where do you see this offense going from here? Uh, it only going up, only going up. I mean, we put up great numbers last year, but we definitely can improve on that. Not in the playoff game. So, did anybody ask him a question about the tweets? That's a really good question. <laughs> did they? I don't know. I didn't hear the interview. I'm just working <clears throat> off of what we have. That's right, a great so question. The, that was that was the big controversy yes. that his family or his mom was his Him, mom. It was his mom, and then Michael Parsons had things to say. He did address things on his podcast, sort of. But you're right; these were the these were the big quotes immediately. And by the way, I think Michael Parsons may be coming from this studio doing his really? podcast. Oh, nice! Maybe ask one of the guys in there. That's kind of cool. <clears throat> maybe you could be a guest because you're the voice I, of the Cowboys. You know what? I've interviewed him a couple of times. So maybe he could interview me. <laughs> yes, why not? <laughs> Just come in and shoot the breeze with a mic. And you are who again? <laughs> <laughs> the voice of the Cowboys. I am not the voice of the Cowboys. The voice of Rutgers. I wish I was. You're the voice I'm not. of the Cowboys and your voice of the, of the update yes. here on Boomer and Jail. And Rutgers won at Michigan on Saturday. Nice How about win. That? Well, Michigan's yeah. not that good. I don't care. It's a road win. We'll take it. <laughs> okay. And tomorrow night, people asking me, me and you betting this game tomorrow night. Rutgers at Maryland. Yes, we are. 4.30 out here. 4.30? No, right. 3.30. If 3:30. Maryland wins, you got to do a gummy on the air. Maryland <laughs> wins, you got to do a gummy on the air. <laughs> All right, but if Rutgers wins, you have to. I can't do it. Oh, I can't either then. No, you can. No, bet's off. Oh, why can I keep? Why? Why? I'll give you $1,000 if you win. <clears throat> oh, and no gummy? No gummy. No. If you win, okay, I don't do a gummy, but I'll give oh. you a thousand dollars. But if I win, you got to do the gummy. <laughs> hmm. Come on, straight Jerry, up. Too, by the way, just go into the place, be like, "What's the one that I, I, I'm not going to have a uh, total meltdown?" Look and at I feel Izzo. like I, all over this. Yeah, no, I don't trust him. I don't want to give me nineteen milligrams. <laughs> what? 
I'm I'm just I'm about to say yes, but I also know when I say yes, you got to do what you say. I'll do it with you. So mm. I got to do. You've done it before. I have not had a well. You have I've had weed cookies. I've not had a gummy. Los, I can't have you. I can't have you do it while we're on the air. I can have him do it. Hold on. Done. 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 You. Done. Done. I will do it. I will do it. So what's the bet? All right. The bet is that if Rutgers wins and beats Maryland. Boomer will give $1,000 to Jerry Recco. If Maryland beats Rutgers, Jerry Recco One. has to do... Two gummies. <laughs> no, 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 no. That wasn't... It wasn't two. You said a gummy. A gummy. The strongest gummy we can uh, find. A gummy on the show. He has to do a, a before the warm-up <laughs> show. No, 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 no nothing the crazy. Show. He'll take it like after the warm-up show and our show starts. Okay. That's when you take it. See, it's funny. What time's this game tomorrow? Three uh, thirty, I believe, out Three, here. Oh, good. Okay. Yeah. So tomorrow it's gonna be raining. Yes. You and me, oh, right? This sports book sitting right Done. there. Good. Great. Yeah. Love it. I love how you're like you can't be doing a gummy during the show, and I had to do a show with you, and your blood alcohol content <laughs> was bigger than Albert Pujols' batting average. <laughs> <laughs> show for brand new bird expedition. Thanks for a fun show. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I get to return the favor four years, no, five been, years later. All right, but you can take it for the last hour. Okay, that seems fair. I mean, because I need you. I need you to be you for the you know the, the, okay. the first three all right. hours. All right. we'll Wait, see. we'll see how. And it this goes. is going to be Wednesday, Thursday. Thursday. Well, right, Thursday. I mean, if if Maryland wins, but mm-hmm. so you're going to do. I'm not giving you a thousand dollars. No, 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 no. I, I I may not. <laughs> I may not do it. The gummy. I was just saying. I would have if it helped Jerry to say yes. I would have done it with him. If oh, I like, see. Okay, but he he's now doing it by himself, so it's all good. All good. Let's go, guys. Oh, God. <laughs> I'll be broke by Thursday. <laughs> so, uh, Carlin's got that game? Carlin's got the game, yes. That's the game okay? 100%. <laughs> oh, that's nice. That's <laughs> nice. Pandemonium in College Park. <laughs> and a terrapin. A flat of shot. Flay the Scarlet Knights. And Jerry Reckles is going to get effed up. <laughs> On the air. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, done. Deal. All right, I All love right. that. That is that is great. I'm sure you do. Oh wait, and this is going to be when? Oh, Wednesdays are big. Well, but I'll do it Thursday though. We said. oh, I said Thursday. Okay, right. Yeah, but the game is Wednesday. So the game's Wednesday. No, the game's, game. t- no, the game's tomorrow. Tuesday. Game's Tuesday. Oh, Tuesday. Tomorrow's, yeah, Tuesday. tomorrow is Tuesday. So it's Wednesday or Thursday. That's fine. Either way, we're playing golf yeah, all day. So we're playing. Well, we can't. Yeah, we're playing golf on Wednesday. Yes. Yeah, so you have to do it Thursday. Okay. You, you can't be it. high for Drew Barrymore. Oh, that's right, too. Yeah. That'd be fun. It would be. It would be awesome. <laughs> Jerry's like, E.T. phone home. <laughs> Jerry puts a towel on his head about how E.T. looked when he was in the front seat yeah, of that bike. Running <laughs> <laughs> out of the closet. <laughs> oh, Thursday's going to be great. Come on, Marilyn, baby. Come on, Marilyn. <laughs> what if it has the opposite? I mean, I'm boring as it is. What if it has the opposite effect? It'd just be like having CeeLo here. <laughs> <laughs> Poor CeeLo, you guys pick on him so oh much, God. man. I don't. <laughs> I think that like you had an update crew that you kind of have each other's back, don't you? Yeah, I don't say anything. I laugh at the joke. If I really thought CeeLo stunk, I wouldn't make jokes about it. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Because yes. the people re- we really think stink on the air, we don't really say much about it. <laughs> that's true. Right? Yes, that's true. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> then you're picking on them. Unfairly. Right. Right. Yeah. Do you feel like the lights are too bright in here? Yes. 
Oh, Eddie's very sensitive to light. Like, I think it's okay. It might be a little too bright, but I feel like Eddie's very sensitive to light. You see what happens when that control room light goes on back at the studio? He's yes. like, <laughs> 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 He's like turns into a vampire. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. I do. Like a guest comes in. They and they lean, lean on it. Lights goes like. Shut it up. Skin starts melting off his face. But anyway, it's a, maybe a tad bright. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's just a little different than the studio in New York. That's yeah, all. Well, well, what do you think? I'm gonna walk in here and feel exactly. No, the it's same. good. I think I it's like fantastic. It. Actually, uh, what else? What else? What else? You got the Nets and Warriors tonight on the fan at seven twenty. Knicks Grizzlies tomorrow. Then the Mavericks on Thursday. Rangers home for the Avalanche tonight. The Islanders are in Toronto. Uh, and Wyndham Clark did win uh, the AT and T Pebble Beach three round tournament because of the weather in california they couldn't finish and so he has declared the winner time now for moment of the day brought to you by casamigos tequila casamigos tequila brought to you by those who do it <laughs> so geo is no secret is becoming a crazy golfer um and it's become very noticeable to boomer you went to all these great lengths to get that yeah yeah yeah. Yep. now i see that in the way that you approach your golf yeah i'm i am locked in i mean i don't i don't feel like i'm an ocd guy but I do have the, the, the obsessions with things, and this is this is now that thing. I, I am I am obsessed with it. Like everything takes a second place, a back seat to that. As far as my leisure activities, yes, not my family. I know, I understand. Occasionally, that. but you know, right? But you're out here without any responsibilities, so now you're super psycho. That's true. See, I worry about that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I got nothing to do, no governor, and it's raining. So I was going to play mm. golf every day. So what I don't want to do is now go have, like, drink a full bottle of Casamigos Cristalino and then lose $50,000 on roulette. Just go to the gym, go get a massage, get a steam, lose some more Masturbation. weight. <laughs> That's definitely on the table. There you go. Definitely. Yeah. There you go. Moment Uh, of the day. uh, Very good, Jerry. Thank you. It is Boomer and Geo coming to you live for the Built Ford Talk Studio. Hey, everyone. Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us, and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Boomer and Geo on the Fan and CBS Sports Network. Last year's Super Bowl week was dominated by the NBA trade deadline. We spent more time talking about the NBA trade deadline than, oh, look at that. It's a little NFL Today commercial I got uh, distracted by where you're playing, uh, uh, was that the slot machine? And NFL Today slot machine. Look at Phil. Look at that. Me. Yeah, look at that. Oh, see, I love Always that. loving when they see the big man win. That is, uh, that is tremendous. But anyway, yes. uh, I was dominated by the uh, NBA trade deadline. We were barely talking about the game because that's when Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving were traded in like back-to-back days. It was a great day. Great days. <laughs> it was. 
And you even got the neurovirus and you're still smiling <laughs> right when those two guys. Actually, I kind of miss those guys because they gave us something to talk about in regards to that uh, organization. But yeah, yeah. But I mean, at the same time, the Knicks have given us plenty to talk about this year. <clears throat> um, so I wonder, you know, will a big trade happen this week? The deadline is. I think the Nets have got to make some trades because they got to get they got to get set up to kind of try to improve via the draft and maybe some uh, take on some money from somewhere. I don't know, but uh, the Knicks. Uh, who can they add? I mean, just get healthy. Yeah. And, you know, he only likes to play nine guys anyway. So it is Thursday. Thursday, February 8th is the trade deadline. So we'll probably get some stuff that happens earlier than that. But then Friday morning, we might have something. And any chance the Nets and the Knicks ever make a trade? No, they cannot. So the one guy you would want or the, the missing piece would be Mikhail Bridges. There is no way in hell the Nets are going to trade Mikhael Bridges to the Knicks. I mean, and I, well, it I, makes the, here's the thing: if it na- makes the Nets better for the future, they have to consider it. But you know, I don't care. But that could be the player that actually brings the Knicks a championship. And you're telling me that after the Nets thought that they were going to be in NBA Finals and win multiple championships with with KD, Kyrie, and James Harden. That just a couple years later, they made the trade that put the Knicks back down the canyon yeah, of I know, heroes. I know. It's, it's a tough thing. It's a tough thing <laughs> to, to even think like a Ranger Islander trade or a Ranger Devil trade or a Devil Islander trade. I know it's tough to, to fathom that or a Met Yankee trade. Well, Met Yankee like, you know, Jets. The Jets traded Leonard Williams to the Giants just recently. AFC, NFC. Though. I understand. But I, I just think that. You know, you got to do what's really truly in the best interest of your franchise. You know, and you may have this this wall in between these two franchises for whatever reason. And I guess the reason why you pointed out you don't want to give the other team a chance to win a championship in the in the city that you're trying to compete with them in. But if the Knicks make an offer that is the best offer that you possibly can get for Mikael Bridges, I mean, if you're Sean Marks, the prudent thing to do is to make the is to make the deal. It would have to be a ton of those picks that the Knicks have and probably a player in there too. Maybe Quentin Grimes and four picks, four first round picks. I mean, like the Knicks really feel like they need one more guy. I think they, I think they are really competitive right now when they are totally healthy, they can compete with anybody they play against. We've seen that already. And I think uh, depending on what Julius Randall's long-term, like short-term future is, how long he's going to be out with that dislocated shoulder um, I think you, if you're the Knicks, you got to get somebody else in here now. Under these present circumstances, with one of your highest scoring players hurt. Yeah, and I've never trusted a Knicks regime this much in my almost my entire lifetime, except when Pat Riley was here. They, outside of that one off season where they got Kemba Walker and Evan Fournier, I mean, they have pressed the right buttons ever since that miserable off season. Yeah, so one slam rose took over, but it, it's taken some patience. Oh yeah, which is like yeah. I, there's two things I talk about: patience and stability. And the Knicks have shown both since Leon Rose has taken over. They have, but this is one of those moments too where they're going to have to exercise that same type of patience because maybe that deal isn't out there, and you can't panic because you know, the off season might bring you that that player in a better situation than, than the trade deadline. The other thing too, you got to be thinking about, okay, all we got to do is get to the tournament anyway. It doesn't matter. Just, you know, basketball and, you know, May and June is when it's important. Just like for hockey, it's a, it's May and April and May. So you're thinking, and June and you're thinking to yourself, okay, who are we getting back and when are they coming back? So there's a chance that Mitchell Robinson can, could be coming back. 
they you know they do expect Julius Randle to yeah. come back. Mm-hmm. So Ananobi will be back probably very soon. Mm-hmm. So it it is a point where you ha- you do have a logjam. Now the thing is, Hortenstein has played great. Yeah, I, he has played unbelievable, well, but I still so think is, he's playing too much. Too much. Well, so is Dante Divincenzo <clears throat> and these guys. That's why they're great role players. How about Precious Achua? Huh? Say that again. I said, how about Precious Achua? Yeah, absolutely. All those guys have been phenomenal, but you don't want to be having to lean on them for big minutes One for a guy. month straight. One more guy, if it is Mikael Bridges, and you, re- you reunite this whole Villanova team, mm. which would be unbelievable. And I bet you, if you ask Mikael Bridges, if he, that's what he wants, yeah, I mean, he uh, did. He he loved Phoenix, though. He said he loved living out there. So he might he might not love being on the East Coast, but obviously if he's with his guys. Yeah, and he doesn't and have to win a championship. Yeah. And you're at, and you're at the Garden, and I know it's probably really tough for guys like Jerry and Sean Mirage and and Evan to even think that that is even a possibility. I could see those guys' heads explode mm. if, in fact, that trade was ever made. But in all in all reality, if you want to rebuild your team, you have to do it. Yeah, but in, in a way that's right for your team. But I mean, my counter to that is. If you rebuild, you want to rebuild around a guy like that who's young and that talented. And to give him up at this stage of his career seems silly. But there are going to be teams that are going to offer a hell of a lot for him. And I just, I don't think it would have to be a complete overpay for Sean Marks to really well, think about let it. Let me ask you a question. Where are the Nets going right now? So nowhere fast. Okay. So didn't we feel like that about the Knicks like three years ago? Yes, for like two decades we felt like that. Well, I mean, I, yeah. we felt like that. I felt like that since like 1995 <clears throat> or 99, actually. Yeah, yeah. But um, I don't know. I think I think if you can somehow get Mikael Bridges, you got to. It's probably it's not going to happen. I know that. I but that would be my target. Oh, sure. And I would try to get him. And I would try to get him if it if it takes all this draft capital that I have that you never know turns into something. I, this is what Lou Lamarillo does with the Islanders. He takes his first-round draft picks, who he knows because of where he's picking in the draft. You never know if those players are ever going to work out. And he takes those first-round draft picks, and he turns it into players like Bo Horvat and Romanoff, one of their defenders, and they become, yeah, J.G. Pajot, they become the, the backbone of the team for the next six to seven years, and they're all legitimate, developed players at that point. And that's what the Knicks need. The Knicks need a legitimate, developed player right now, and the Nets need assets to move forward to build, rebuild the franchise. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds you tell progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust progressive progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law 
Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 